like one of those real like somebody had left mochi in the refrigerator yeah kind of dried out and hard mm -hmm. okay leave it out it'll it'll soak up some moisture again okay all right <clears throat> the people are listening are they they are i just put the turkey the in the oven they're listening to us uh chew turkish delight from turkey vegan turkish delight from turkey that my student, one of my students gave me, who is Turkish. That's pretty awesome. Yep. I don't think I ever got Turkish delight from a Turkish person from Turkey. Huh. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened. I'm looking at what's inside of it. What's inside what? Turkish delight. And it's just sugar, water, lemon juice, cornstarch, cream of tartar, Rose water, Tartar. which I don't taste the rose water. Red food coloring, which I don't see. No. And powdered sugar. See? Turkish Delight is vegan. Huh. Okie doke. Now all I need is a white witch and I'm good. Ouch. Hi. Oh, that hurt. How you doing? Oh, that was not cool. Okay, so here we are. I doubt we do a double cast, but we didn't do one yesterday, so we're going to have to make it up somewhere. We didn't do one yesterday because I had to take a nap. I was yeah, because you died. I was exhausted. Died. Fit to be. Died. Yeah. For real. Because I couldn't, I couldn't even keep my eyes open at 5 o'clock. <clears throat> and then at 7.45, I still didn't want to get out of the bed. I got I got something on the brain. All right, let's hear it. And I think it's a it's an interesting uh, thing. With all of these people moving around the world and working, mm -hmm. where is the international workers' rights thing? I don't know. I mean, I'm not talking about a union because you know everybody has their differing views on what unions are and. When, even when I worked at Meyer, I didn't like the fact that I had to be in a union, but I couldn't take advantage of any of the right. I had that when I worked union kind of thing. My first job, I worked at a nursing home, and they were taking union dues out until I petitioned yeah. and got it back. Exactly. So there is this 
this thing about about unions themselves. But I don't know. I'm just uh, sorry. We we dropped out for some weird reason. But anyway, because. <clears throat> A lot of countries have lots of different ideas about what, like, what a work week is, uh -huh. what is, what you're supposed to do, like, how long you're supposed to be at work. Then, what does a weekend mean? Or maybe there is no weekend. And everybody has all these different ideas. But it seems like with all of these people that are moving around, like, say, just like in the EU, they moved around a lot once yep. they got the ability to yep. do it easily. And then you have people who are considered, you know, or think of themselves as expats who are moving around the world and working in different countries. It would seem as though there needs to be some kind of body that protects foreign workers from the country that they're in when it's not their home country because right. in their home country they have certain protections yep or a lack of those protections whatever that country has but you it's your country but when you look at <clears throat> what happens outside of your country you're just basically screwed yeah you're you you there's not there doesn't ever feel like you have any place to go right you know and if if your job is is laying on things that you must do you must like right. you know that's always how it comes out <clears throat> <Yeah>. to us <clears throat> you must do this you must do that right if your if your idea of what you must do is like across the board, so it's the, the local worker and the foreign worker, everybody must do. The local worker has somewhere to go. Yeah. To say, wait a minute, this 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 is not right. But the foreign worker just sits around going, oh well, because you feel like you don't have anywhere to go. Right, There's no one looking out for you. Right, and there is no one looking out well, for you. Well, see, I don't know if that's true. Well, there. I just Googled. Uh-oh, she's doing the Google. And on Wikipedia, there's... Oh, no, not the Wikipedia. International labor laws. You find something? I did, but it's going to take a lot of reading because... Well, see, my thing is there should be something that... Like you would anywhere else. You'd have a, a thing that you... You know, if they step over the line or they do a thing that they're not supposed to do or if they don't... You know, if they don't even just follow their own laws inside of the country... Because that happened in China to us a right. lot. Yeah. Where they didn't even follow their own laws. Yeah. But because we were foreign, there was no nothing for us. Right. Or at least it felt that way. Like I said, mm. there could have been, but we never well, knew it. Nobody ever were, said anything. There were things that we could do, but we have a friend who went and disputed because her boss wasn't paying her. And then the boss fired her and refused to pay all the back months of work. And so... As she's going through this process and she's sitting in an interview with a Chinese woman and the Chinese boss is sitting there and they're speaking in Mandarin and 
our friend has very limited Mandarin and her translator is refusing to translate. And she starts demanding, you know, I need you. She needs to pay me. I've worked all these hours. Here's the proof, blah, blah, blah. And the woman who worked for the Chinese government got up and smacked the shit out of our friend, pulled her hair and told her to get her black ass out of her office. And this is the woman who's supposed to be advocating for the foreigner. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, there, there seems like there should be something. It seems like there should be something out there that protects the foreign worker from that, whatever that locale is, protects them from them treating them badly as an employee. Right. Because they, they have like little to no reason to ever treat the foreigner as, as good as they treat their own people. As equal? Well, just as good as they treat their own people. Right. It may not be equal. It may never be equal, but right. it seems like that's not, that's not a thing. And it, it would seem like there needs to be a body or a group or something because people are now having to move out of their home countries in all parts of the world. Right. It's not, it's not even a, it's not even a, oh, they just wanted to leave because they wanted to see the world. No, 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 no now it's they like, couldn't find a job. Right. You might have to leave in order to get a job to support your family. And you know, that it might become a, a, a much larger deal. Well, I just read an article this morning which made me do a little happy dance. But universities in France are now starting to offer more courses in English to attract foreign students. And university in France is really cheap. Yeah, but are they going to open it up so that, say, Americans can go to France and, and work in France? Yes. Yes. I thought that was the whole problem with the EU, that we couldn't go no, there. No, we can go there and work. We just have to get a, a EU work permit. Our friend, the one who had issues in China, she went to college, university in France, and yeah, she worked in about, France. But we're not talking about going to university and working after going university. But that's we're what talking about being just Americans going to France to work. We could... We could get English teaching jobs in France. It's just hard for us to get an EU work permit. It's a lot of hoops. It's like going okay, to New Zealand. But if, if, <laughs> if, the, if you have to have an EU permit and that's the part that's hard, then it's hard to work in France. <clears throat> it is hard to work, but it's hard to work in Europe. If you're an American, okay, but that doesn't sound mean like that, you're making my argument. But again. that doesn't mean that we can't. It just means that we have to get a job who's willing to sponsor our work permit. But how is that different than every other place we've been? It's not. It's just more difficult for Americans because a lot of places don't want to hire they don't Americans. Want to be infested. Uh huh. But like I look online right now, I can go to uh, Dave's ESL Cafe. And there are going to be loads and loads and loads of uh, job postings for like Turkey and Poland and uh, Saudi Arabia. And they all want Americans. Yeah, but, but Americans, Americans don't, don't want, want them. 
Because I wouldn't want to go there. No. I want a beer every now and then. Well, I wouldn't mind going to Istanbul, but... Oh, I would mind. Why? If I'm not to live... No. Maybe to visit, but I not didn't to say live. to live. I want to go to Istanbul just because I want to go there because the architecture is beautiful and mm-hmm. you want to drink there. coffee and yeah, that's, you know that's a that's called a vacation. That's not yeah. that's not no. Living and working is what we need to find. Right, like I've seen things for Prague and just all kinds the of where, stuff. Prague. Where, where is that place? What? Where is that place? <sighs> where is it? Prague? Yeah, where is it? It's in what country? You don't even know. I don't. I can't even lie. <laughs> you want to go to a place and you don't even know where it is. Come on. I want to go it? lots of places. Where is it? Where is it? Come on. Come on. Czech Republic. Exactly. You really want to go there? Hell no. No, hell no. You know what it, You know what that sounds like to me? Cold. cold. Fucking cold. No. No, that's oh not a place. Oh my god. I mean, oh, I Oh my god, it's like 2 degrees Celsius. See what I'm saying? <laughs> see what I'm saying? But anywhere in Europe is gold. It, except for like Portugal. Except for on the mid. And and Spain Put me and on the mid. Italy on and on the mid. Greece. Yeah. In the mid. <laughs> I would totally go to Italy. On the mid. See, you have to always say that. Because northern Italy is freaking cold. Yeah. <laughs> Mountains and stuff. Yeah. No, it ain't. No. Mm-mm. Okay, so my family no, is from. No, I ain't got my elephant. I ain't, I ain't walking over there. My family's from Torino. What part of the country is that? Mm-hmm. I'll go to Sicily. I'll go to Sicily, too. <laughs> I think they just did a thing I just heard in the news today where they. Ooh. They snatched or took or destroyed or removed or something. Some Oh, yeah, the mafia guy. The mafia's house was, or Yeah, they evicted or, him, and, the, and then they're going to bulldoze it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that I heard about. And you, see, got to watch out because they're going to fight back. It's going to happen. Oh. They're not going to take this land down. Ooh, this is way far north. See, Tr- why, 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 why north? Why, why, why does that got to happen? It's like... Really close to France. Uh huh. Nope. It's like it's it's kind of sandwiched between Switzerland and France. That sounds really cold. That sounds like hot chocolate cold. <laughs> like mountains, mount, Swiss mountains are on the packaging. No. It's got it's got no, no. France on one side and then Switzerland above it and Milan right below or behind it and Monaco is right below it. But it's far enough from Monaco that it's probably like, I don't know, a good eight or ten hour train ride. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it looks cold. I, don't, I, I think I don't I'm not going to I'm not going to say that I don't want to live in another cold place because honestly, we're going to run out of places in the middle. <laughs> yeah. You know, because basically in the middle, like we're getting close. We're, we're This is a. Thailand was the closest to the the equator that we've been. We haven't been on the other side of it. But on the other side of the equator, except for like Australia, means that you're not going to get paid very much money to do what we do. Right. And the only, I don't know, I I mean, maybe some places in Indonesia, maybe Malaysia, maybe those kind, you know, maybe you might be able to get, but do we really want to go back over to that part of the world? To Asia? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Indonesia, Malaysia. No. So, 
that's the that's the hard part. Why no. you know, trying to find a way to to earn enough money and live in a place where you want to live that that's the that's the that's the hard thing right there and i would say people uh, you know just living in the united states kind of a lot of people have that same problem yeah you know living where they want to live and having the kind of job and making the kind of money that they want to make i mean i would say most people don't really get there right but we keep jumping around these different countries and a place where we can make a good amount of money is a place you don't want to live. Really don't want to live. Right. You know. Yeah, the one lady, the the one who does the our kitchen classroom. She keeps trying to convince us convince me that we should come to Albania. Albania. That sounds even more cold. It's not really. She's by the wa- on the water. On the whose water? On the Adriatic Sea. Yeah. That's not cold. Really? Well, maybe. You sure about that? What is seven Celsius? (laughs) (laughs) Because right now I'm... All right. Try this again. All right. Having technical difficulties over here. It's got to stop. But anyway. All right. So so what was that seven degree thing you were talking about? No, it's... uh... 12 degrees Celsius, which is about 54 degrees. 54? 50. Yeah. Isn't it nighttime? It's nighttime. Albania? I don't think I'm going to see Albania. You don't know. Oh, why can't I do? No, you don't. If I say we got a job offer and this say is... say that we can make a whole lot of money? We got... Well, what's 1,200 euros? Let me Let me translate here. Tell you one thing, you got better stop doing all this stuff that people can't hear. The people, the people are going to revolt against you. What do you mean? The I... name of this podcast is this podcast has already been named. Normally, the podcast gets named after the podcast. <laughs> it's already been named. Workers unite, but you don't want the people to unite against you I because done you keep anything. doing things where the people can't hear you. So twelve. That's not good radio. Twelve hundred euros is about for thirteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, I don't know about Albania. Free rent. Medical insurance. I thought we were supposed to be getting free rent in Mexico. I thought that was part of the Mexico thing. Well, you're not supposed to get necessarily free or, rent, or but some a kind stipend. Of stipend or something. Usually the stipend is between 6,000 and 8,000 pesos per person a month. And we didn't get any of that. We haven't gotten any of that. So we need to be looking around for place that's gonna actually honor such a thing yes have you have you talked to anybody that that's willing to do that fyi we're job hunting already um no we don't don't have a choice now all right now we're back again hopefully our problems will be solved with the reboot hopefully because audio dropping out every two minutes is just not a good idea for you know the Not good so much. the good radio podcast. Anyway. Okay, now you're feeding your face. That's not what I you're supposed to do. I didn't know you were going to be so fast about it. 
Of course it's got to be fast. We got to get this. We got to pump this stuff out, man. We got to get the people what they want. <laughs> Give them what they need. All right. Um, shit, we got the Workers Unite. Fight the power. I mean, come on now. Fight the power. Yes. <laughs> um, you got me over here looking at jobs. Well, you, we, we probably should already be doing that. <laughs> when I say we, I mean you, of course. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it, the, question, the question then becomes, do we leave Mexico? And We can't afford it right now. Yeah, but when would we ever afford it? Well, I don't know, because the way we're living at this moment, I can't even save, and I'm barely paying off the bills. Right, so... We need to find a, a place that's gonna hold up to their 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 bargain first and foremost, and then get paid more money to do what we do because you know I don't think we're I, I think we're definitely under undervalued where we are. Yeah. And this current situation doesn't want they don't want to be. I, I don't know how to say it. They don't want to be better. <laughs> they don't want to be, you know, they don't, they really don't want to have to, to have outsiders come in and say, well, all the stuff that you are doing right now is from like the 1970s and 1980s. Right. Maybe it's time to go ahead and make a change. And their, their overlords in England are probably, that's probably what they want, but then it's going to take years for them to get there. Well, especially when they only have, like, you know, one person. So, I mean, but they're running away everybody else. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and, and it's not just the foreign workers. It's their own people that they're running away because people are, you know, dissatisfied with what's going on. Right. So, we'll uh, we'll see what they do, but I don't, I'm not going to be here to watch it. That's for sure. Like, I keep saying, you guys do what you want to do. It's your school, but... Don't expect me to stay around and, and be hurt through your growing pains. Right. You know. I don't want to struggle with your struggle. Right. Your struggle is not my struggle. Exactly. Because they're, they're struggling with things that make no sense. I mean, they're still trying to figure out how many hours a teacher should teach. No kidding. You know, and then what are the responsibilities of those teachers? And is it really realistic to, to have teachers doing all that they're doing when they should probably be having, you know, administrative people doing that work? Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, they just got rid of those administrative people. So it's like you need them. They, you, they should be doing certain things that, that taking those responsibilities away from the teachers so that the teachers can focus right. on actually teaching because they i mean just just in the the idea of oh you need to collect all these forms and then you have to write down that you got the form and then uh, no <laughs> none of that should be going through the teachers it should all be going through some secretary administrative staff dealing with the students and it, it leave the teachers out of it because if you did that 
you'd have the teachers would have more time. I mean, if you're if you, I got 20 minutes in the morning, but then I got to take 10 of those minutes to to worry about these forms that are coming mm-hmm. back. It's like whatever. And then you don't ever ask for the damn forms. And then when you do ask for the forms, it's after the fact. Like it's after the thing is now gone. Yep. It's like, why did we do this in the first place? Oh, we have to have the form. It's like, no, you didn't. If you had to have the form, you would have asked for it directly from the parent. Exactly. And you just let, email through- the shit back to us or scan it or whatever. They're not, they're not taking advantage of the, uh, the E side of education. No. And, and the, I got an email yesterday saying that this child is missing this form. And she needs to bring the form. And I, I was like, why the hell are you telling me? Mm-hmm. This kid can't even come to school most days. Why do you think that she's going to remember a form from the first week of school in August? Yeah, that's something that the that administrative email staff her mom. sends it straight to the parents. Um, we don't have this form from your child. Can you, here's the form again, fill it out, send it back to us. And be done. Mm -hmm. It never has to go through the teacher because the teachers do not need to know. No. That's just like they needed all these forms to take pictures of the kids, but they were already taking pictures of the kids before they got the form. It's like, come on now. You either need it or you don't. Right. Don't act like it's such a big deal. And then. And then you're you're taking, everybody's taking pictures of these kids. Nobody's going to go back through those pictures again and, and edit out those kids. No. You know, so don't, don't. Don't make a show of it. Don't waste anyone's time with making a show of it. Just say it's, you know, BS and yep. move on. You know, but that's that's the problem that we have where we are. And that's why we don't want to be there because they're they're doing it's like they're it's and I, I said this before. It's like they're they have all these good. They have like a whole bunch of really good things. Mm hmm. But the bad things are just way more. Yeah. They're outweighing. The yeah. It's like, it's like, what? You do what? Why is it that I have to go back in time? Because you have some weird rule. That's not a rule, of course. But you mm-hmm. have some weird thing from way back in the past. Why would you keep that going? It's like, you have no reason to keep something. Some of the things that they do, they have no reason to keep them going. Right. Even the person that may have said that it was a thing to do is gone. So there is no reason to keep any of this stuff going, but they're keeping it going because they've gotten complacent and, and relaxed with the the system as it is, and so then they just keep it going. No, that's not growth. You see? You found a job? Tanzania. Tanzania. They want a writing teacher. Oh, my. An English writing teacher, and they pay. How much? How much? How much? They pay round-trip airfare. They cover the visa expenses as well as local housing and provide a stipend to cover living expenses. That sounds interesting. So, Maybe. I I might email them for more information. Yeah, you might have to get more information because, you know. And I'd have to learn more about Tanzania. Any lions in Tanzania? I don't know. Tigers? Bears? Oh, my. We got to find out. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just... I was think I thought about this when we were in China the first time 
and the second time. Just this the idea, just this idea of why is it that worker norms are not there? Like why are why are what what's going on in the world that there isn't like a consensus about what how workers should be treated coming from uh, many different countries around the world. Right. You know. Because we have worked with literally people from everywhere, it seems like. Even little bitty Estonia. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and we've all had the same complaints. Yeah, but I, I'm not, I guess I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to move past complaining. Everybody complains about the country they're in. For various well, different reasons. No, I'm they saying are, they're complaining you know, about the lack of support, the lack of rights, the lack of effort made on see, the, that's just the host country. Is it a lack of rights? Or is it a perceived lack of rights? Hmm. So are these things, are these norms in these places and we just are not given the information to know that it's there? Right. Or... Is it something else? You know? Yeah. That That's something I think we need to maybe explore a little bit more and try to understand where we, you know, where do we fit into this picture? Because basically, if all of these expats out there stop being expats, yep. a whole lot of countries are going to lose. They lose in that that. Thing. You know, it's just yep. like you take one school and you remove all the foreign workers out of that school. That school now has big holes that it's not going to be able to fill necessarily. Eat, and they're definitely not going to fill it easily with their own population. Right. Because the reason that they had the foreign worker in the first place is usually there wasn't anyone there to do it. Right. At least to the standard that they're asking for or whatever. Right. The, the consumers yeah. want. Exactly. You know. Because our school right now has quite a few foreign workers. Yeah, they do. They so, have a lot. And it makes you wonder, like, is everybody having these problems? Or did most of them already have No, their... they, they had them too. They couldn't have. All of us... Um, all of us had, I'm talking about all the foreign workers at the school. All of the ones that I have talked to. Yeah, but the at ones the in school. the elementary. No, at the school. I don't, all of them. I don't know, but I can't imagine that they don't have the same problems. If these people who have been there for years have had these issues. Because it just, it just, it just kind of boggles the mind that there's this many foreign workers, but they keep acting like we're the first ones that they've ever had. Right, and we aren't the first ones with children either because the woman from Venezuela has children, the woman from Argentina has children. So why why are we special? Why did we get no why did we get the special bad treatment? I don't know. <laughs> What's up with that? I yeah. wish I could tell you, but I cannot. So I don't know. I guess um I don't know. I guess just I guess we just keep looking. I guess that's the only the only real answer is you just keep moving. Right. Maybe we work our way south. We go to south, like southern, southern Mexico, or hit the peninsula. We should go to the Yucatan. 
Okie doke. Aaron can go look at his crater. Okay. Sitting out there in the water. Go see the, you know, go south. Acapulco. Yeah. Acapulco sounds good. My kid, one of my students wasn't here yesterday. And I said, where were you? Why weren't you here yesterday? Were you sick? And he said, no, I was in Acapulco. I was like, what? He's like, ha, 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 Mrs. Fry. I said, get out. Take your little self over there. You should have sent him to detention. I was like, in school, in school suspension. You you went where? You went to the beach. He's like, I'm going to go to Cancun for Christmas. I said, I don't want to hear your words right now. Take your little self over there. I don't even want to hear nothing you got to say, boy. Take your ass. Take your little ass. Because if you were my child, you'd be chained up to the desk. You'd never leave. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's what we do is we just go south and go to Panama. I heard Panama is nice. Yeah, I looked for jobs in Panama before we came here. Yeah, but they see it's nice. <laughs> and it's international. Yeah, but finding so jobs we, is not easy. That's what I'm saying. People don't want to leave because it's nice. Yeah, well, that's what it was. That's what they said about Thailand when we moved there. And now yeah, look at Thailand the mass it mass was exodus. nice. <laughs> it, <laughs> mass exodus. Like, just that's about... Just like Dubai was nice for a while. The Out of all of our friends from Thailand, there's only one still there. Hmm. Thailand made a decision to basically make it very difficult for expats to want to come. Yep. They did that while we were there. I mean, the coup basically did that. Yeah. And, you know, overnight, but over time with their policies and their changes and they just made it difficult. And then like in like Phuket specifically, they made it difficult just to go to the beach. Oh, yeah. So, I couldn't I mean, go to the beach after they made the, the changes. Right. There was no way in hell I'd burn right. up before yeah, I even they, got they, out of the you car. You can't have an umbrella. You can't have a chair. You can't. I mean, it's like whatever. I, it's like you're sitting on the face. You're sitting on the face of the sun while looking at the face of the sun. Yep. Are you really? Are you really? You're you know, melting. You're either, you're either in the water or you're off the beach. Yeah. And, you know, that's. And then it that's was they, so convenient because, you know, you'd have the people that would come and sell you the fruit and the beverages and then the restaurants helped, were nearby. Which essentially and, helped the local people and economy, which yep. was interesting to me that they stopped that. Well, you know, do you remember when they stopped all of that and they got rid of some of those taxi drivers that were there illegally? Um, people started killing themselves. Why not just make them legal? I don't understand why, 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 if they're already out there driving, so they're already doing the job, just make them legal. Who knows? You know, and it would have been so much better, so much easier, and, and you don't hurt your own population, which is something I never understand that a lot of these regimes inside of the United States and out that want to hurt their own people. Right. You know, they come up with different ways to explain it, but they're essentially just hurting their own people. Exactly. You put a big, you know, you put a sanction on one country and you end up hurting soybean farmers in the States or whatever. Right. I mean, it's like, no, you, why would you do that? And why would you people keep <laughs> electing them? And really? Um, that's like us trying to get these birth certificates. 
You know? Oh my God, it cost us $69. Republican to, and the governor. It was a $10 fee the last time I got them. 10 bucks, And it was like a maybe a 3 or $5 processing fee. Uh-huh. And now it was $69. It's all about gouging the people. Oh my you God. Get your political power, gouge the people. What it's like, it's like, why is it such crap. a big deal? Why, I mean, honestly, a birth certificate is essentially mine. Why do I have to pay so much money for it? Right? It's mine. It's when my I've, birth certificate. When I, we've bought a birth certificate since we left the, se- the state seven years ago. I've gotten probably four of them now. For the kids. Yeah, but there's, I mean, we have to do it because we have to keep getting different kinds of stamps and yeah. junk from each place. But still, it shouldn't cost us that much to get these things when it's our birth certificate. I mean, it's it's not anybody else's. I'm the only one that can get it. Just make a copy. Especially in this day and age, this, making that copy is really not a big deal. It doesn't cost that much. The paper hasn't gotten that expensive. You know, it's just not, it doesn't, none, nothing that they're doing warrants the cost. Right. Unless they have no one doing the job. Yep. Which I would think that they would need someone doing the job. And I'm sure that one person can do, can pump out hundreds of these things in a day now. Oh, sure. You just, oh, this person ordered print. print, Yeah, exactly. Print. print. Stamp, 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 stamp. This is, this is not rocket science. It's not like it was before. And, you know, they... They're gouging the, the populace. Yep. Workers unite. I'm telling you. We got we we need a we need an international workers day. You wanna go That's wor- not May Day. Huh? Wanna go teach in Kenya? I don't know. Maybe. They got good coffee. I've always wanted to go to Kenya. I mean they got like the coffee. <laughs> they have the coffee. They are the coffee. Yeah. Oh, these are one of those that says degree and teaching certificate. Yeah, okay. Because that I, matters. I don't know why why countries are still doing that when if I've worked outside of the United States for a few years, my teaching certificate, if I ever had one, is now not. It's it's not. It's it's expired. So why even ask for that? You know, it, it's just. It's a waste Whatever. of money. It's like having a, a degree and having to get a TEFL. It's like, no. Yeah, that I'm sorry, just... that's that's a waste of time, especially if I have classes in education. Yep. It's like, you aren't teaching me how to teach. And anybody out there who thinks that a teacher, a person with a TEFL and nothing else is a teacher is just not true. They are not teachers. They did not go to school to learn how to teach. TEFL does not teach you how to teach. No, it doesn't teach you how to teach at all. They need to stop thinking that that's the thing that's going to qualify a person to walk into a classroom and teach. What qualifies you to walk into a classroom and teach is learning how to teach, being good at your, your particular subject matter, and being able to teach your subject matter, but probably... For most of the schools out there that are in the world, you need to get quali- you need to get 
people who have been teaching. Yeah. Because even someone who has been teaching, who has not gone through those education classes and all that stuff that we did, yep. guess what? They're probably still going to be a hundred times better than that person that just has a TEFL. Well, look at, look at Jess, for example. Jess started out, I don't know, eight years ago with just a TEFL. She didn't go to school for education. She went to school for journalism. And over these last eight years, she has grown exponentially as an educator, but she's gone out of her way to then learn more, ask questions. A lot of the TEFL holders, they're just there for the paycheck. Okay. A lot of them don't make it their career. A lot of them are just there to see the country, earn beer money, move on. Yeah, but that's not my point. My, I don't care what they do outside of the school. What I'm saying is TEFL, a lot of schools internationally look at TEFL as the thing that people need that will qualify someone to teach. And it's not true. Oh, no. Like, I'm looking at this one right now for Santiago, Chile. And you have to have at least a four-year bachelor's degree and be TEFL or CELTA certified. Why? Why do you need that? TEFL doesn't, it's supposed to help you with strategies to teach foreign language. But it's a waste of time. I took the damn course, 120 hour course, in less than a week. Yeah, but taking the course, I, did you learn something? I learned nothing. Nothing did, at do all. Do you think that that course qualifies a person who just has a bachelor's degree in subject in some subject to teach that no. then that subject? No, absolutely not. Keegan could have passed that that course. I, I my I guess my problem is that you've got all of these bodies out there that want to certify that. You know, people. You know, make people pay for their thing and then certify them as being, you know, something. And it's like that's just not how it works. These people. I mean, I would say that I'm a way better teacher than I was when I left the states. But I was already a good teacher before I started teaching in the states. You know, and a lot of people don't. I. I don't. I think they're not valuing the fact that. Teaching is not rocket science. No. But having experience is a big thing in teaching because you may not you may not have all the all the strategies, but you know how to bring it to a a group of students to make them successful in understanding what you're trying to bring what you're trying to teach that day right. or over that that term or whatever. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, a good teacher, you're not going to teach them something else to make them a better teacher. They're just, they're going to learn that through trial and error in the classroom. This strategy works for this group of people, especially in ESL, because everything that you do in ESL is, has to be catered to the people that are in front of you, whatever country that happens right. to be, you know. The, the, the problems of just pronunciation are so different and vast depending on where you are in the world. 
And see, the, the TEFL doesn't take that into account. No. It's just looking at it like, oh, this is just ESL and you just teach it that way. It's like, no, you can't teach it that way in, say, this place or that place. So I don't, I don't, buy, I don't buy it as a, as a good uh, a way to gauge is, it, is this, is this worth, worth the time and effort. Where are you going? What are you doing? What are you doing? Time to baste the turkey. What? Basting? Look, in this house, we don't eat such things. You might not, but... Listen, we don't eat this stuff. We do not eat this stuff. There is no eating of the turkeys. The lie, sir. We cherish the bird. We do not eat the bird. No, not cherish it on your plate. See, that's not cherishing. That's called digestion. See? That that ain't right either. Such a weird process to take the take the drop the droppings of a bird and not put it back dropping. on top of the bird. It's not dropping. They are droppings. No, no, those are droppings. They dropped off the bird into the pan, and now you're pouring it back onto the bird. That ain't right. That's see, this is this is why you shouldn't know. It's the butter and the herbs. Yeah, sure it is. Butter, herbs, and droppings. And water. Ew. Ew. Listen, you used to love my turkey back in the day. Don't even try it. That was back in the day when I was unknowing. Now I know. Now you know. Now I know. And knowing's half the battle, damn it. G.I. Joe. All right. So do we, uh, do we, do we have anything else for the people? I, I, I think, uh, as people need, as people start moving around the world more and more and more, uh, there's probably going to have to be a call for, uh, some kind of, uh, international workers thing. Yeah. I don't know what it should be. I'm just saying that there needs to be something that. When, I, when a person goes from one country to another, they go into that new country, they have a place to go. Yeah. That will protect them from bad actors. Because there's lots of them out there. And a lot of people are victim to them. Yeah. And they all, usually the only answer is leave the country. Leave that place. Leave that area. Leave that region. Yep. You have to leave because you just can't. There's no... And sometimes if it's monetary, like you were saying before, you're stuck. You're just not going to get your money, you know? Right. Yep. And that can, and that feet, that thing can always happen to you. Right. We never, ever expect to get our final paychecks. Never. I never have. We never expect to get our, our end of contract bonus. Nope. We never expect to get our. Have I ever gotten my end of contract bonus? Yes, you have every single time. You have every time. Something about that doesn't sound right. You I have. Don't think I have. You have in every country, every single time. I didn't get it when we left China. Yes, you did. No. You didn't get what you were supposed to get, right. but you got something. Right. We did not. Get but none it. of you got what you were supposed to get. Because they they cut all that off. So it was like, you know, you you know, you're you're. Even though you have a contract and your contract says that none of that matters. Right. If you have a contract, none of that matters. Nope. You know, and that's the, that's the part that becomes worrisome yep. when you're, 
when you're working abroad. So always be prepared that you aren't going to get it. Don't count on the money. Yeah. Expect that you won't get it and be happily surprised if you do. Yep. So when we're preparing to move from country to country or even from region of a country to another region, we never expect that that final amount is going to get to us. When it happens. I hate it, I hate it that things like this come down to, oh, we like you or we don't like you. Yeah. It's like our kids and their grades at school. Yeah. You know, oh, teacher, you like me, so I'm going to get a good grade. No. And and that's the other thing is you could do a really good job and they don't like you and you don't get that. That doesn't see that shouldn't be, you know, why be good at a job and do a good job and then still get the shaft. Yeah. Yeah. That, that ain't right. Yep. I agree. So it just makes you want to not not be good. Just be mediocre like everybody else around you. Why be good? Why why work so hard? Why fight to make things better in someone else's school that's not going to appreciate it? Right. Why why even do that? I, I I'm sorry, but I'm getting to the point now where it's like none of it's worth it. It's not worth the time and the effort because they don't want it, and if they don't want it and it's their stuff, then it's not going to ever happen. You know. Um, um, who are you pubbing? I have no new. Well, then you need to circle back, man. Circle back. Okay. Hold Who's on. who is number one? Let me go. We back. can't. We can't go and and not be pubbing. This is this is we pub you for free month. Okay. Also known as what? Napa Dapa Dopa Do. Napa Pomo. I think I should rebrand it as Napa Dapa Dopa Do. <laughs> I don't know how you would write that, but I could come up with something. <laughs> It's more fun to say napa dapa dopa do. <laughs> so like one of my kids always says, Mrs. Farr, I finished nid And I'm like, you would like a, a syndrome. And he does it on purpose. Every single time he says it the same way. And I'm like, okay. Okay, our first business was Creations by Georgia. Was it? Yep. No. Well, it's on my list is the first one. I don't think that's right, but okay. You can, you can, I guess, start at the top of the page. How about that? That's what I'm going to do. All right. Change to the voice. Go. <laughs> I don't have a voice. Change to the voice. Come on. Everybody's heard it. See, now you're, now you're self-conscious. Come on. I'm never self-conscious. Change to the voice. Okay. Creations by Georgia. Good job. Features one-of-a-kind, handmade, Afrocentric wearable art pieces. Over the years, Creations pieces have been on exhibits in museums, libraries, international art competitions, and on fashionistas around the world. Creations pieces are not only boast as one of a kind as a one of a kind appeal, but they are timeless and seemingly ageless. Ageless. Creations customers can keep their pieces for decades knowing that they are always going to be the only person in the world with that piece. To learn more about Creations by Georgia and to check out her amazing artwork, you can find her on Facebook at Creations by Georgia dash art to wear or Creations by Georgia LLC. You can find her on, on Instagram at georgia.far.92 or on Etsy at Creations by Georgia F. If you'd like to email her to set up a personal showing, 
You can email her at creationsbygeorgiaf at gmail.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Creationsbygeorgiaf7 at gmail.com. And just on a personal note, I wore one of her coats yesterday. And I had about 15 people ask me where I got it. Yeah. And I, I always say the same thing. My mother-in-law made it. It's one of a kind. Mm-hmm. Oh, did she just make it? Nope, I've had it for about 10 years. But it's so beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wore the my mud cloth vest one day to school. And the kids were like, wow, that's so cool, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, this thing is older than you. <laughs> It really is. You've had that longer than we've known one another. No, I got this. Is that one that you got afterwards? Yeah. yeah. No, the mud cloth is. I didn't have any mud cloth before. All right. Yeah, I had. Uh, so at least tape, fifteen I years. Had, I had no mud cloth before I moved back to um, Grand Raggedy, that place I don't want to go to in December. Yeah. Well. I'd rather have you guys here because I don't want to be here by myself. I don't want to go back to Grand Rapids, Michigan in December. Nobody wants to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan in December. People in Grand Rapids, Michigan don't want to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan in December. I can't go anywhere. I'm trapped in in Mexico. Anywhere. That's it. Before I explode. If you want to find the Traveling Fards on the YouTubes, the Facebooks, the Pinterest, the iTunes, or the Spotify, we are the Traveling Fars. If you like the Twitter or the Instagram, you can find us at Traveling Fars. If you want to send us an email and want us to shout out another business, we have the rest of the month to go. I don't know how many more days that is, but... Ten. Ten. That's it? Ten more podcasts? Or nine days. Nine. nine. Nine? Really? We're under ten. Oh, wow. There's only 30 days in November, and today's the 21st. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so, if you want to email us, you need to you need to get on the good foot, straighten up and fly right, <laughs> and uh, send us the, an email to travelingfars at gmail.com. And if you want to check out the blog space, where, of course, all of the places that we've pubbed so far are up there, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No ease in the blueberry. <sighs> Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Okay, doke. We need a, a workers' revolution. Last time that happened, it ended in like a world war, right? Yes. Or the time before that, anyway. I guess it was the first world yeah, war. First world war. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's coming around again because all of these, everybody's shrinking, shrinking their countries. Everybody's stopping. They're not reaching out. They're starting to contract. And when they do that, then the workers get squeezed yep and then they explode we'll see if the explosion happens again but i have a feeling it might because you know it's getting there all right you got anything else for the people you're you're not even paying attention to the people i just saw that joe perry from aerosmith died really yeah it today Well, you know, we haven't even talked about all the, all the deaths. 
All right. Say goodbye, people. Bye, people. Peace. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy what? All you can Why eat? are you saying Happy Thanksgiving when you're going to be podcasting on Thanksgiving? Because maybe they won't listen tomorrow. They'll oh have no, to they'll listen. be listening because they're the people. They'll be listening Friday, maybe. All five of them will be listening. What is wrong with you? Well, they're shopping on Black we sh- Friday. Because we shackle them to their freaking podcasting <laughs> equipment and they, they listen to us no matter what. <laughs> Don't we have them in the basement right now? See? <laughs> Subscribe, damn it. Come on now. Oh, the you know cats. they down there. You know you know they're down there. <laughs> Say goodbye to the people. Bye people. Peace.